0: Good good evening, depending on when you're listening and where you're listening, regardless, thank you for listening. The show is NXT Talk. The hosts, well, I'm Boris, and as always, I am joined by the one, the only, Matt.
1: Bonjour! How's everybody doing out there? We hope you're doing well. Boris, we're currently watching a replay of the Jays game, Shohei Otani just legging out a triple like it's nothing, like a gazelle. Boy, he's impressive. What's going on, buddy? How are you today?
0: I'm doing fan fantastic <laughs> Nice, I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> Man, it's hot
1: It is hot and sticky, sweaty in Toronto A muggy, humid-ass
0: day Yeah, it's disgusting We'll talk about the day in a second But today on NXT Talk We're going to be talking about all things NXT TV From August 10th, 2021 We're also going to be talking about the state of NXT And whether we should give a crap moving forward um and then we're going to be talking about an excellent nxt uk episode on nxt uk corner
1: how does that sound to you sounds like a planned stand the state of your show might that was a terrible irish accent let's cut that immediately no leave it in leave it in warts and all boris um yeah buddy rough times for the black and yellow brand but there are are some silver linings kind of on these dark dark clouds a little dare i say
0: yeah like yeah, we'll get to that in a, in a little bit, but um, you know, maybe maybe we're just eternal optimists. I don't know. I
1: uh, hey man, there's no point in being negative. Not that it, this is like a gimmick. Uh, you know what I mean. I actually do think like we're generally well, maybe me a little more positive than you, but I think we try to look at the uh, look at the good things in wrestling.
0: I don't know what the fuck that meant. <laughs>
1: I'm just thinking of your Cody Rhodes takes, your general general uh, attitude towards him and his work. If
0: this guy randomly <laughs> gives you a middle finger out of the blue when the cameras stop rolling.
1: Uh, you you promised that you weren't chirping him. You weren't saying nothing to him. I
0: 1,000% promise. And he
1: wasn't a heel. He was a baby face at the time. Yes. Oh, that's that's. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know about this. I don't know. I, I something something's up with the, 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 the Boris versus Cody Rhodes needs to happen. Book it. Promoters in Toronto.
0: I love it. Um. Yeah. It is hot. It is sticky. It is muggy. It is disgusting. What a freaking day it's been. Um. It gets cool and then it rains and then it's like 90% humidity again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was said it was gonna thunder and or lightning all day. We didn't quite get that. I did go for a Boris style power walk to the uh, grocery store. Not exactly the Boris length, but uh yeah, man, it was a sticky, grotesque day today. I uh yeah, mostly stayed in, did did a couple things, and uh yeah, I saw a friend, an old friend, which was really, really nice. It's been a while, you know, since the pandemic started, so it was very nice to catch up with uh with an old pal and uh yeah, maybe uh got a guest or two for bam perhaps in the future. We'll we'll talk off air.
0: Nice. I like it. Yeah. Um it's kinda of funny that you say Boris length, Boris style walk. Um, because I am damn seventy five pounds.
1: Fucking now. right, buddy. Sorry to break the PG. Well, we're still PG thirteen. That's where the F word goes. F and right, man. You look good. Yeah. We're both a little sweaty right now. This isn't the best. We don't look great right now. But in general, you look good, you look healthy, you look happy. Yeah,
0: well, it's kinda of funny. Um the lady friend was watching NXT and I tried getting her to go upstairs. <laughs> but she's like I'm sweaty I'm yeah. disgusting I'm like you're going to be watching wrestling
1: <laughs> yeah. in a group of guys who are also all probably pretty sweaty and disgusting yeah. again probably me more so than my roommates but
0: but yeah it's just so funny it's just so funny anyways um there was a point to this oh yeah I forget what it was. oh yeah Forest length walk So, you know, things are opening up again I am going out a little more I am drinking a little more Um, So, you know, when the year started I was doing daily 5K walks I find myself now doing at least... 10 to 12k Solid Typically I'm doing 15k a day Oh wow man That's awesome And Going on some
1: journeys Across this city And Mississauga uh, The outskirts of this city Yeah
0: it's been crazy It's been crazy But it's been fun It's been a lot of fun Um, You're a good photographer too Snapping some shots On Insta Yeah man, that's that's, that's how I keep myself entertained to be honest Um, And it's all with my iPhone camera Like I should take out my actual camera Um, It's honestly, when was the last time that I used it? I don't even remember the last time that I used my actual camera It was like, poof, it might even be 2019
1: Dang, yeah, pre-pandemic I should
0: uh, get on that because I'm shooting a wedding the August, no, not the September long weekend
1: Oh, damn, like uh, uh, Arbor Day uh, yeah. <laughs> That one is yeah. that
0: What is it is? Labor Day, Labor that's Day. the one yeah. Labor Day, yeah <laughs> What did I say, Arbor Day? Where did that come from? And I don't know why I agreed <laughs> <laughs> it's, ridiculous. it's very hot It's all a fever dream at this point <laughs> Kind of like NXT uh, um, Do you want to
1: get into this right away? Let's let's start
0: Yeah, we might as well because it's going to be a long one, I think So, you know, on uh, the Smack Daddies podcast If you heard uh, the beginning of both matt and i joined them uh, originally it was only supposed to be matt but because of the news the, of the the bloodening the bludgeoning the, the bloodening, the the, bloodening the, the, the 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 all the releases um you know i they asked uh, if i would join them at least for the news part um and uh, i obviously did and we were talking about the releases and kind of what that meant but you know, it was our hot takes at that point. It was, like, within half an hour. Yeah,
1: quick reactions, like, uh, like up to the date, like, immediate reactions. Because they released 13 NXT wrestlers during SmackDown.
0: Well, here's the thing. Like, I, even I said it was, like, during the show. That's when the news came out. Who knows when the releases actually happened.
1: That's a good point. And perhaps it was, like, a news dump set up on purpose. That's what
0: I mean. Yeah. point is, the news came out on a Friday, trying to catch everyone, um, you know, uh, Sleeper for, Yeah, literally um, But uh, During Smackdown so During one of the worst episodes yeah, of Smackdown So quite literally, yes um, Do you have the list?
1: Uh, no, actually I don't have the list I just have various talking points I'm sure we I mean, can grab it real quick No,
0: nah, it's alright uh, You've heard the list tons tons of people, a million times Tons of people have been released Including the likes of Mercedes Martinez uh, Bronson Reed Jake Gatlist. Those are probably the three names that seem to surprise a lot of people the most. The one that hurt my feelings the most, of course, my boy Leon Ruff. I maintain the first three are the ones people actually
1: care about. <laughs> Come on. That's just mean. That's just Leon Whatever. Ruff. Whatever.
0: He's going to join Cheeseburger in ROH. Get out of here. Team.
1: He's so much. Not that Cheeseburger is bad, but he's so much better. No, than he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's
0: not. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Anyway. He's a quarter pounder at best. <laughs>
1: Can we, can we please, let's not use this to insult, kick people while they're down. <laughs> For Christ's sake, Boris, God. on. <laughs> just, just sitting here saying you're not as negative as me. <laughs> and here we go.
0: And pretty deadly is still better than Brzenko.
1: <laughs> Nobody's arguing that. Better is a relative term. You have to define that. what. Anyway, yeah, Anyways. So. so let's talk Bronson Reed. What's Where does he go? Was he done dirty? Did Odyssey Jones take his spot? Did Vince McMahon look at Odyssey and look at Bronson and say, well, God damn it, pal, we don't need two, which I disagree with because you can always have a big man wrestle a big man. That's fine.
0: Yeah, Bronson Reed is, is the weird one because so one of the major talking points that came out throughout the entire weekend, Dave Meltzer even talked about it on SNME Radio, the main show on Sunday, and that was like, you know, NXT is gonna go through a change And this change is going to include Some key things Some of the things is They are done with this Indie midget wrestler Style of Of of, of, of superstar that they're gonna get So you know No more people in their 30s No more midgets um, Which is, which is an of,
1: offensive term For a number of reasons To a number of people Which you know
0: <laughs> God bless Dave I yeah. love Dave yeah. But You know,
1: (laughs) I doubt if if he. Well, no, hey man, if he was told that, like, I don't doubt, I don't doubt that he was told that. You know what I mean? And then he said word for word what he was told, which is fine. Yeah, but by whom? This is the thing, right? and you know what I mean?
0: Exactly. Anyways, point is, um, so it's kind of interesting because, like, one of the main people that WWE right now is trying to keep is Adam Cole, who. Completely fits in this category, and of course, just like Dave Meltzer and Jason Agnew said on the main show, there's always going to be exceptions to the rule. Um, but like someone like a Bronson Reed really surprises me because you know we saw Keith Lee struggle in the main roster, continue to struggle in the main roster, and you know we 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 had a NXT debate yep. about can Bronson Reed succeed in the main roster, and I was pro. Hell yeah! Because he's more of Vince McMahon's style. You know, he knows how to play the big guy role, the traditional big guy role. Whereas a Keith Lee, he has his flips and his yeah, exactly his, his he dazzling says, and yeah. his like whatever, right? His razzle
1: dazzle. He tries to be a flashier big man. He does moon salts. He he does a shooting star press. He's incredible. But yeah, so when we initially did that debate. I said that Vince McMahon's not going to get Bronson Reed, and he's going to be the Funkasaurus. And you kind of convinced me, and you swung me over, and then a lot of people were saying it. Like, I've heard other people say it, too, since that Bronson Reed was more of, like, the the traditional big man, and Vince McMahon would appreciate that more. Well, that made sense on paper. But it turns out, I don't think Vince McMahon got this Bronson Reed character, Boris. Here's the thing, like, do they even know who they released... Uh, like in, in terms of Jonah Rock, no I think he's going to kill it wherever he goes And yeah. we'll, we'll do like a quick so, little draft no, but of the By that games,
0: I mean but. like it just feels like they're just like literally Like picking people off of their pictures and their bios As opposed yeah. to actually taking a look at them Which is kind of funny because I talked about how some companies Let go of people last week on the midweek markout, right? Like I got let go from BlackBerry literally based off of my title yeah, exactly. And that's
1: kind of like, it's almost kind of the same thing because Bronson Reed was at a certain level and it was like, shit or get off the pot time, for lack of a better term. And it was either call him up and push him because he's going to be a, a strongly used big man or send him on his merry way. And uh, yeah, so that was Bronson. So yeah, I, I, um, so where do you think he
0: should go? Realistically, I can honestly see him go to New Japan. Yeah. I think that's the choice for sure. Yeah. I think I think he would strive in New Japan uh, for many reasons, yeah. right? Like I think it might be one of those things where he just might want to go home after all this
1: absolutely yeah he can do that and and yeah i think there yeah like you said a number of reasons just stylistically i think a nice bronson
0: uh, reed versus jeff cobb
1: oh i was thinking that yeah man the, the big big guy versus big guy the old uh irresistible force versus the immovable object how about uh jonah rock versus ishi how about jonah rock versus even like uh i don't know like tanahashi if you want to go there Which but
0: Which is kind of funny because like last week on BAM, we were literally just reviewing Royal Rumble 93 and one of the worst matches that we've ever reviewed and talked about it for a second time on one of her shows was Big Boss Man versus yeah. Bam Bam Bigelow. So big guy versus big guy doesn't always work out, but sometimes it does.
1: Uh, I, the, the, the one that comes to my mind immediately is a five-star match is Andre versus Stan Hansen from 1981. That five-star, amazing match. But uh, it doesn't always work out, but when it does, it's magic, Boris. So same question. Now let's talk about Jake Atlas. He, they, he got done dirty, but it's for the best. Now, where does he go? What's next for him?
0: Anywhere. Honestly, this is a guy who is a, going to be a superstar anywhere he goes. Yeah. He he is the jungle boy type of character, as you would say, type Pokemon. Yes, like exactly. Like this guy is he he just he just reeks face.
1: Yeah. So here's what I would do. Uh, having said that, I would debut him in AEW as a heel, as a bitter. He's bitter that he went. Uh, and, and you know what I mean, tried to tried to do the right thing and tried to chase his dream and it turns out that all of his friends were doing better and he comes in and he loses to Jungle Boy in, a, in an impressive match. They have their awesome match and then he turns heel on him just briefly, just for a little bit and then it's the slow burn of Jake Atlas finding himself, figuring out who he is and then he becomes like a really good baby face similar to kind of how the Dark Order did it although obviously the Dark Order had a major thing happen that changed their trajectory a little bit. But you know what I mean? Like a, a similar thing where you start as heel and you kind of find yourself in front of the crowd and you become beloved. It kind of like the hangman is doing a little bit. So yeah, I think that's what Jake Atlas, I think that would be the best career path for him. Lose to Jungle Boy in an incredible match, turn heel real quick, have a nice six-month run as a heel and then long-term be, be an awesome babyface
0: yep. in AEW. Yeah, but also I can see him going to Impact for some reason.
1: Hmm. I would see like Impact or a Ring of Honor, he could be like a number one, number 1A to be Like right at the top Of the card Kind of level guy Yeah For one of those Promotions for sure
0: Yeah exactly Um
1: I know you don't care Much about Leon Ruff Like you've been Chirping him But like Major League Wrestling
0: I think Is the spot for him Or ROH I, Like I'm not joking I honestly do think And can see him Having this like Weird tag team With Cheeseburger Um I
1: think like He's honestly like Underrated around The wrestling community he is. He's, he the, new, he's is. the new 1-2-3 kid He's a great baby face He has like Believable offense For his size It works well and he's like the kind of guy who should be on a wrestling show in the
0: lower level. You know what I honestly appreciate about Leon Ruff? Um, and this is, again, this goes to your point of him being underappreciated. It's his physical acting. Yeah, man,
1: exactly. And that's all wrestling is. You know what I mean? He, he takes great bumps, he's great at selling. You have to be at that level. But he's like a one, two, three kid. He's like a Spike Dudley. I really like his work really like his work a lot. Uh, Mercedes Martinez, one more. Where does she go? What's next? AEW. Yeah, it's got to be 100%.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And kind of f- fall into that, like, trainer role, whatever. So, here's the question. Uh, at the next pay-per-view, they're doing the uh, the Casino Battle Royale. Who's the uh, Joker? Is it her or is it Ruby Soho?
0: It's Mercedes Martinez. You think so? Yeah. I think in the grand scheme of things, um, Ruby Soho, everyone is already kind of assuming that she's going to show up, let her show up, yeah. let her debut there, but let mercedes martinez kind of take the spotlight here's my
1: thought and i'm I, i i might be booking AEW into an absolute hole here but here's what i would do because the joker doesn't ever actually win the joker debuts and sometimes they win the battle royal brian cage did but he didn't win the title i would have ruby sobo soho win the battle royal as the joker and then beat Britt baker for the title win the title it doesn't have to be like right away but like six months down the line you know, and then have Thunder Rosa take it from her, and then you'd build up another Britt Baker Thunder Rosa match. But
0: yeah, yeah, I think at the end of the day,
1: push push Ruby, Ruby build someone new in the AEW Women's Division, build some stars.
0: I think that's the key, right? I think that they're in a very unique op, like they have this unique opportunity where they can actually build different people um, off the back of Britt Baker, right? Like, yeah, and uh, and 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 uh, yeah, it's just I think that. Right now is the time for them to do that.
1: Yeah, I think Britt Baker is so big that she doesn't need the title. I think it's good that she has it because she's the biggest star, but she doesn't need it, and they could help elevate Ruby uh, with it. Mm-hmm. I think that's a that that would be an idea. I don't know. Uh, tell me I'm a fool uh, in the comments section, uh, listeners. Please. Also, uh, like, is there someone who was released that you think like is going to stand out that hasn't really gotten a lot of love? I know people like have talked a lot about Alex Zane. Have you seen? I personally have not seen a single Alex Zane match. I don't think, unfortunately. Yep.
0: Uh, Tyler Rust
1: Tyler Rust man Bobby Fish
0: Yeah Yeah <laughs> yeah. Look No 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 It's not like his his whatever it, For me it's I think he's in the twilight of his career So whatever he does He's gonna do it for himself yeah. I honestly think he's the type of guy Who's just gonna ride the wave of the indies
1: I think he'll go to ROH And be like a trainer He'll do his like weird interview segment And it'll be alright Um yeah, Tyler Rust, you, you never know He's uh, He seems like a solid hand And like a good guy to have around He could show up on Dark for sure A good talker Yeah, he's alright
0: um, Yeah, and and the other person that I was kind of thinking is Connor Reeves
1: Yeah, he seems like he could be in the Wingmen in two or three weeks <laughs> Um <laughs> Wearing those dumb shirts uh, Okay, so that kind of I, I, Do you have anything else to add on the uh, releases?
0: So in terms of like where these people are going Not so much But let's talk about like NXT and the state of NXT um, You know, NXT right now Like we kind of kicked off by saying like You know, what people are reporting is the future of NXT um, You know, is it time for us to Focus on Bam a little more. Or what, 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 like, in your gut of guts, what do you think is going to happen with NXT? <laughs> gut of guts. Sounds like an insult. No, <laughs> but...
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I think... I think it's going to keep going as long as it's on USA. Now, if it gets canceled, God knows, right? But they're they're getting $30 million, I think it is, right? Uh, that's what people have reported. So they're going to care about it, man. They have to. Uh, USA is not going to be happy if they just shit on this brand. So it seems like they're building up next week, at least. Very, very huge. We'll see what happens after TakeOver. But... Uh, I don't know. I'm not ready to throw in the towel just yet. And as soon as long as this continues, we'll continue this podcast. It might be 30 minutes, and we'll be making fun of it, and then we talk about NXT UK mostly uh, until that, of course, gets folded and everyone gets fired. But
0: uh, uh, and that's actually a great point that you bring up, which is something that I like when we were talking about it. Um, you know, kind of made me go, hmm. That in within all of these releases, NXT UK somehow has not made any noise. Yeah.
1: And let's just hope that the purge is not coming. So
0: we should just stop talking about
1: NXT UK. Maybe Vince McMahon has just completely forgotten it exists. Exactly. But but yeah, so I don't know. I like the direction that it seems to be right now. It seems like next week's show is also set up to be uh, one really strong opener, one really strong main event, and then a bunch of squashes from matches two through five or six, whatever, you know, how many they're doing this mm-hmm. week. So that's not the worst. That That's kind of, they're trying to have their cake and eat it too, trying to be a mix of dynamite and dark, if you will. But, uh, meh, we'll see how it goes. But, again, as long as it's on USA, I think we're good. We're going to see if they renew it, and if it gets canceled, boy, we're in some
0: trouble. Yeah. Um. And, and the thing is, like... You know, NXT was built in such a way over the past, you know, two years, two and a half years, to contend against AEW. So it was very much like a, you know,
1: super indie or Super something. indie, yeah. and that's the
0: thing. You know, when we question, is it developmental or is it, or is it another brand? Right. Yeah,
1: it was kind of like that in between nothing. So
0: you know, I can see from a corporate, creative point of view that they're like, okay, let's take a step back. And recreate our developmental brand, yeah. Because there was some talk about Evolve coming back, and you know, shows even being filmed with this new Evolve, and that was going to be the new developmental brand. And I'm like, kept thinking, more is more. Yeah. Let's take a step back, and and, and I can see this being that, right? Like, um, I'm not justifying anything WWE's doing. I'm just strictly well. taking a look at this from a we need a developmental yeah. brand. We have these guys on USA. We're going to get the ratings that we get at this point. We're not against dynamite anymore. So let's just focus on our on our own house.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 100% right. Bang on. But okay, so I will just push back on a couple of things. So it's scummy when a corporation signs someone to the to a contract and then bails on it. Oh, of course. And then they don't honor the contract. Like, that is scummy. That's just like people uproot their families and move across the globe in some cases to live in Orlando, and then they get fired at the whim of like an 80 year old with dementia. So who knows? You know what I mean? That's that is scummy in and of itself, just on a human being level. I don't think you can argue that. No, but but it's corporations, it's life, it's business. It's sports is a business. This is all a business. We understand, we get it. Having, Having said that. I don't think it's like unjustifiable, man. At the end of the day, NXT was cranking out the type of wrestler that Triple H likes and the type of wrestler that he thinks the modern fan likes. And that is nothing close to what Vince McMahon wants. And at the end of the day, if they're going to be developing WWE wrestlers, they might as well... Try to develop something, something, someone in Vince McMahon's image, man. They might as well try this. It's justifiable in yeah. that way. It sucks that 13 people lost their job and so many more cuts might be coming and this and that. Like, it's crazy and, and that it sucks in that regard. Don't
0: get us wrong. But I think I understand the
1: justification, you know?
0: Yeah, and yeah, we're not justifying the fact that they're being dickwads.
1: No, it sucks. Uh, yeah, in a lot of ways, they're monsters. It's still a global pandemic, man. Like Bronson Reed moved his family from Australia. Just honor the man's contract. Make him the Funkasaurus if you have to. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh. Somebody is. call his mom. <laughs>
1: uh, anyway. So yeah. So I, I I think that's that's like the the direction of NXT is going to be. You know, it, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting case. Here's something for you. Um, Adam Cole, he stay. What's happening? Is he in the main roster in a couple weeks, or is he in AEW in a couple weeks?
0: Man, it's so, like, here's the thing from Adam from 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 my point of view: How can you honestly stay there, knowing and reading and seeing everything that's happening, oh, right? We're but at have the same
1: xt debate here.
0: But at the okay. same time, you know. Yeah. He, like I said on Friday, he might be getting told the right things.
1: Oh, I'm sure he's getting told the right things. Why would you tell him the wrong things? of course. You know what I mean? I I theorize that maybe Vince and he wouldn't get along, but it sounds like if you believe the scuttlebutt that you read on the internet that he and Vince had a a great meeting and they did get along. So, cool. More power to them. We'll see how that lasts. But, okay, so I think he will stay. I'm not going to say he should, but... I don't think that, like, a lot of, like, I've seen, you see so much people that just dismissive kind of asshole fans on the internet being like, oh, he's a mark, if he stays, he's an idiot, oh, he's he's a mark, like, you see that dumb mark word, I know, anyway, he's well, we, gonna
0: do what's best for himself,
1: and his family, and, his and his family. listen, and listen, they're gonna drop a bag full of money, and they are promising him the moon, and he doesn't want to overshadow Britt Baker in AEW. He doesn't like when Britt Baker uh, wrestled at the first All In pay per view. They were chanting Adam Cole and Cole's girlfriend and all this stuff, and that really like that really like kind of stung her. And she's talked about it in numerous interviews. And she's doing awesome work now. Arguably the MVP of AEW, you could argue. I argue that from time to time because Same. I don't like the Young Bucks and Kenny's promos, although they've been on fire lately. I, you got to give credit where it's due. They've been kind of on fire lately. They sure. have. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, so, so this is all to say, I think Adam Cole is staying. I'm not going to tell you he should. I'm not going to tell you I would – I kind of wish he would go to AEW. I'm still a a wrestling fan at heart, but I understand if he stays and they drop a bag full of money and say you're going to be Intercontinental Champion, you're going to wrestle Seth Rollins, and you're going to have an opportunity to main event WrestleMania, much like Daniel Bryan and Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart before. Yep. Exactly So we'll see So I think he stays I would bet money That he stays And maybe I'm a, I'm a fool But I, I just I honestly think The biggest thing is That he doesn't want To have overshadow Brent I honestly think That's going to That's going to be The decision
0: Yeah I agree with you 100% um, That's kind of Where I was going When I was saying Like mm-hmm. you know The whole He's hearing the right things And yada yada yada, yada. Yeah Yeah um, Do you have anything else you want to say before we move on to talking NXT?
1: Well, we talked about the new direction. No, I think that pretty much covers it, man. Let's actually talk about this here show and then the uh, superior NXT UK with uh, top 10 match of the
0: year. Oh, yeah. All right. So, we have one bit of business before we move (laughs) on. That is ratings and the weekly rating system the rating system the drawer um what do you think we should do this week i think uh was a lot of product placement there was actually a sonic uh drink of some kind next to the million dollar title if you look real quick and also in honor of idris alba being casted as knuckles we should do something sonic related (laughs)
1: there you go so uh killing two birds with one stone it is uh Know, top five Sonic, not sorry, top five, but five Sonic cheeseburgers, Sonic products out of five for a uh, cheeseburger percentage
0: on this one. Perhaps and, and a, and not The Wrestler. No. Poor not, Leon Ruff.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> Poor Leon. <laughs> Did him dirty on this podcast. My boy, kick a man when he's down. I still love
0: you, Leon Ruff. I believe in you. I oh, love it. All right. So um, the show kicks off with a recap. A uh, video covering highlights of the Samoa Joe carrying Cross build And running down all the exciting parts of tonight's show uh, The commentary team um, Which this week, there was no Beth Phoenix It was just Vic Joseph And Wade Barrett They inform us that Ember Moon isn't clear to compete So William Regal has found a replacement Opponent for Sarai In the form of Dakota Kai So Dakota Kai makes her entrance And calls Raquel Gonzalez out Saying she's going to defeat the undefeated signing And show everyone that we're looking At the next NXT Women's Champion This leads us into match number one of the night Which was Dakota Kai Versus Sarai Matthew Mateo Mathomileu Uh, Yes. (laughs) What did you think of the match?
1: Uh, I like this match a lot. I like this. This was a way better idea than Ember Moon versus Sarray. I guess Sarray was going to get a big win, which all power to them. But, uh, yeah, I kind of like this booking in retrospect. It uh, works. Dakota needed this win big time after losing to Aaliyah on main event uh, we'll get into this later But can a wrestler please get a string of wins Leading up to a title match in
0: NXT Honestly when Good heavens. I, When I saw this I was like oh god Number one it's Sarai right So yeah. they're, you, my assumption was they're just gonna Like this undefeated superstar The Io Shirai The next Io Shirai um, And you know they're doing poor Dakota Kai wrong uh, So like right away I thought yeah, Here's a big worried. L um, It's kind of funny uh, The lady friend was like Yeah now I know why you watch this shit No, nice. Yeah, because it was a good match.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, and also, yeah, Dakota Kai, and uh, yes. Um, Yes, (laughs) I really did enjoy the match, though. Dakota Kai doing some bullying, doing some demolition-style clubbering, Boris. Forearms, rough stuff. She was trying to prove that she was, like, the big dog, and I really liked the storytelling, because Saray was undefeated, and she was having none of this that
0: Hesitation drop kick.
1: Oh man. And you know what? It was like it, it was well timed. It was crazy. But I think she actually like missed this time and it was actually like a, a beautifully done wrestling trick and it wasn't just her uh killing a woman with a dropkick which we have seen in the past yeah that one seems to be in again i've i've never wrestled uh you know i took like one stage combat course but uh that's neither here nor there boris <laughs> a- anyway um so i uh am 90 percent sure that that one is on the receiver it just seems like She's coming in And you gotta like Make it look good While also dodging So
0: you don't die Yep So uh, Sarai hits Kai with one She goes for a second one And this time to Kai Sidesteps and hits A scissor kick Both women down And out As we see Raquel Gonzalez Arriving at the arena Sarai with a schoolboy pin But she only got a two A victory roll Off the ropes Jackknife pin For another two Crescent kick A second Into the corner But Kyle Kai nails her, her kick And guess what Dakota Kai wins by pinfall At uh, 13 minutes and 10 seconds
1: Yes so uh, I I uh, Saray loves a bridge During a submission Loves one Busted out numerous times I uh, really liked Wade Barrett in this match, describing how uh, Soraya has never been in the deep waters like this. She's never had to like fight a bully, had a long match like this, getting st- uh, in striking battles like this, and we're learning a lot about her. Wade Barrett, awesome. And yeah, the Yakuza kick finish uh, came out of nowhere. You could say that it was kind of a no-sell, but I liked it. I thought, you know, she, uh, fighting spirit.
0: <laughs> Yep. As, as it were I really liked it uh, So post-match Dakota goes um, For another kick But Gonzalez shows up And runs her off Raquel goes back to the ring And gets on the mic She says Kai will never beat her And never hold the NXT Women's Championship If she wanted a chance All she had to do was ask But now She'll get her opportunity But a TakeOver She'll tear Dakota apart yeah, Very good I'm here for it Good promo uh,
1: Fiery You know Fiery Latina babyface Raquel Gonzalez, I am here for. Boris, uh, in terms of a rating, I would say probably three and a half delicious Sonic products out of five for a 70% cheeseburger percentage on this one.
0: I approve. All right, uh, we get a recap of last week's main event, which was the uh, love her or leave her match with the weird ending. Then we get footage of Indy Hartwell doing her makeup for her first date with Dexter... Loomis boy yep so Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae are at the kitchen table talking about how they're going to make this work when Loomis rings the doorbell carrying roses and wearing a shirt covered in tiny skulls Johnny greets him while Candice chats with Indy she asks if she's got protection and Hartwell says she's a former tag team's champ so she doesn't need protection gargano has an awkward what are your intentions with my daughter chat with dexter ranting at him while Loomis stares on in silence eventually the two lovebirds leave and johnny reveals that he's got a tracker on his phone as we go to break
1: yeah so uh, a couple questions one skull shirt really dexter really we're doing the- anyway uh two what did your lady friend think of this one?
0: one oh th- yeah th- this is like <laughs> this yeah. is where we lost her this is where we lost her
1: <laughs> Oh, I actually laughed so hard knowing that she was downstairs watching this I was just like oh my god they really didn't waste time chasing away the casual fans
0: on this one Yeah but she did laugh a little bit especially you know what's kind of funny The line that we cringed at which was the protection line was the line that made her laugh Oh
1: nice there you go Yeah to me it was just like I, I don't think I've ever heard a condom joke in a pro wrestling show that wasn't written by Vince Russo So there you go that might be a first
0: Yep there you go um, yeah, so that was that
1: A bit of pro wrestling cheese Yeah, this was uh, Sometimes the way promos are dope And sometimes they're uh, swings and misses
0: One thing I loved about this promo Was the fact that they mentioned that Jake, or Jake who huh, Austin Theory has like ran, ran away <laughs> He
1: ran away, he might be uh, shirtless in the woods They said or
0: something Yeah, it was pretty funny Well, that's what Smackdown and Raw feels like, I'm sure Shirtless <laughs> in the woods
1: I almost did a spit take. <laughs> that would have been bad. Yeah, on all the equipment. <laughs> on to all of the equipment. Just end and your the notes. podcast immediately. <laughs> all uh, right, very so good. So, yeah,
0: back from commercial hit or in a storage container with a trash fire roaring for some reason. They call Legado del Fantasma out and say if they want to disrespect their culture, they'll disrespect theirs, and they burn a lucha mask, which... Did you hear the boos as they threw the lucha I was mask? Say,
1: man, are they getting booed? I did. I did hear that. I remarked.
0: You that. don't throw a lucha mask, regardless whether you're a face or a yeah. heel. That's it's a, a pretty, that's a no no. Pretty big heel
1: move. So you know what I mean. If the crowd's gonna do a double turn here, I say you lean into it. Why not? At this point, go. I, I actually, we've said. Uh, They turned them too early uh, Talking about Hit Row Hit Row should have gotten At least six months Maybe a year or two As cool heels I think Shield style And then turn You know
0: Yeah (laughs) Sorry I'm just laughing At my notes right now Oh
1: (laughs) Well, that's good. Someone has to. LOL. No, go on. All right. So,
0: Ilya Dragunov makes his entrance and gets on the mic. He says he's not a man of big words. He should have just ended the promo there.
1: That's what I was laughing at. That's funny.
0: That would have proven his point. I am not a man of the big words. Like good old Gillen from The Simpsons or whatever. Um, So, yeah. He says he's not a man of big words because where he comes from and on the path he's going, words don't mean anything, but the struggle means something. The sheer blind belief in your fighting spirit. Has meant something So he put all his strength Not into his mouth But straight into his fists So at TakeOver 36 You'll witness chaos and rage And history See he should have said chaos As I like (laughs) And then Shaking your fist Yeah and then Rage Shaking your other fist fist. (laughs) Much like Biff and Bop Yes So at TakeOver 36 You'll witness chaos and rage And history will be made As an unbeatable kingdom falls When he ends When I end Walter's reign And become the next NXT UK champion. Nice watch, Ilya. (laughs) That is all I would like to add. No,
1: this was was like old school wrestling in that it did not feel scripted at all. Maybe it was scripted and it was just his delivery felt natural. It felt like it was from the heart. Felt like
0: a wrestling promo. That's exactly what I said. It felt like a wrestling promo. Um, Enter the former UK champion, Pete Dunne. Uh, He talks about how without him traveling the world as NXT UK champion and carrying the entire continent of Europe on his back, Ilya wouldn't even be here, and if he had been, he'd have put him in his place a long time ago. Dragonoff says he's not here for anyone else. He's here because he carried his so-often destroyed body straight to the top. He'll make the impossible possible and beat Walter, and that's something Dunn can't change, and especially something he never did. But if he'll put his will where his words are, he challenges him to a fight tonight. Pete says after tonight, Ilya won't make it to NXT TakeOver 36.
1: So the first thing I thought, I texted it to you, and then I actually wrote it on the board as well. Why would they not advertise this match? Why would they not try to pop some kind of rating? Dragonov versus Pete Dunne. You're telling me people wouldn't watch that? I would definitely like. That's that's a can't miss match. If they go 15 minutes, this was a it was a great wrestling match. Why yeah. would you not advertise it yeah. until? finish of that wrestling match. And then I understood why they would not tell you to watch necessarily. They'd still put it on if you're watching, but they wouldn't uh, go out of your way to highlight, hey, come watch Ilya
0: Dragunov. Do stuff. Do stuff. Anyway. Yeah. So, um... Backstage, LA Knight is interviewed with Cameron Grimes and tow. He takes issue with being accused of leaving Grimes hanging, saying he lost the match despite Knight's best efforts to keep saving him. So LA gave him an opportunity to clean his own mess up, but he failed. Ted DiBiase is trying to fill his head with all this talk that he's special, but Cameron is just a butler and there's only one man who runs this. Knight will be in action after the break.
1: LA Knight runs the bingo. This is where we got our Sonic product placement, a uh, shake next to the million-dollar title, Boris. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, so this was bad, and it would get worse.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Um, so, LA Knight has a match with Andre Chase. The match lasted a whopping... 32 seconds
1: 32 seconds and uh yeah la Knight wins with the uh bft the blunt force trauma which is a snapmare driver yep employed also by ec3
0: and others yeah the Miz so, uses it sometimes yep so post we'll talk about the post match before we give a rating <laughs> yeah
1: yeah because yeah we're the type who thinks the promos uh matter in the rating especially if they're directly after or like on the way to the ring and stuff and yeah let's talk
0: yep so post match night tries to Make Grimes shine his boots, but he's interrupted by none other than the million-dollar man Ted DiBiase. Uh, Let me me try to get my words out better than Ted did (laughs) Uh, So DiBiase says this has gone too far And he knows Cameron is a man of his word But he could be doing a lot of other things LA tries to say he wants to be a butler But Ted says Grimes has a lot more going for him He believes in him and so do all these people He tells Cameron he can be whatever he wants And to follow his heart And he knows he wants to be a champion And he thinks that if LA Knight puts The million dollar championship on the line Just one more time Cameron Grimes would win. Yeah,
1: so, boy, this isn't the first time we've said that, yeah, DiBiase on a live mic is rough. Uh, but this was the worst example. God bless Ted DiBiase. He like he, in his day you didn't have to cut live promos really yeah, much, and exactly. I, I like sometimes you would stand on uh, the the podium there with Gene Okerlund and cut one. And uh, you know he was in his prime then, and I'm sure he could do it much better. But yeah, this is this has been kind of rough for Ted DiBiase. Anytime he gets a live mic, it's bad. He's pretty good in the backstage segment, so let's just keep him there.
0: Would you say he's Leon Ruff? It
1: was Leon Ruff, man. Yeah. So uh, factoring in the fact that it was a 32 second match and a terrible promo. L.A. Knight really saved it, though.
0: Yep. So Knight says it's been scientifically proven that Cameron can't beat him, but he'll give him another match at TakeOver 36. But if he wins for the third time, Grimes won't be his butler. DiBiase will. Ted says that's a very interesting proposition, and he's, ga- he's a gambling man, and his money is on Cameron Grimes, and he's got a lot of money. So there you go. The stipulation is set.
1: Yeah, I liked how they said later in the show that uh, uh, L.A. Knight would upgrade his butler. It would be like a butler evolution, uh, going back to the Pokemon jokes. But yes, so factoring in the fact that the match was nothing and the promo was Terrible. We're going to go one cheeseburger out of five for a 20% Sonic the Hedgehog percentage. A sizable fail. Not negative stars because it wasn't like an affront to wrestling, but it's as low as we can go on this here show.
0: Yeah, it pretty much is. All right. So, um,. We get a Gigi Dolan promo following where she cuts black roses and says this isn't just a job like it is for the other gals. It's about running through every top woman in the division and she's not doing it alone.
1: Yep, I like this. I thought it was going to be Mandy Rose coming out with her. It seems like they're building to that on social media, which is where they do everything on NXT, apparently. But yeah, Yeah. this was intriguing. I like Gigi Dolan. She's got some Page
0: vibes to her. I'm going to completely derail the entire show right (laughs) now because you brought up social media and everything happening in social media. That Baron Coben Baron Corbin TikTok. Oh, that was actually one of the funniest things WWE has done
1: in years. It was actually laugh out loud funny from WWE. I swear to God. If you Good haven't comedy. watched
0: it, I posted it uh, sometime Tuesday afternoon, and it's a TikTok um, kind of documenting a day in the life of Baron Corbin. Poor man, Corbin. Corbin's gonna turn himself babyface here, dude. 100%. I who'd have thought
1: we? Who'd have ever thought we'd see the day? But he's he's doing great. Bartender Corbin. Dave knew. Uh, well, hey you you and bartender Dave have been on the Baron Corbin bandwagon, the lone wolf bandwagon. Did you see that he's called the lone wolf, like L-O-A-N yeah. Lone Wolf? That's
0: that's my kind of comment. Here's the thing that's just good stuff. Um, and they even poke fun at the fact that he's not getting paid for running a TikTok video.
1: <laughs> they're just yeah, they're really like crossing the T's and dotting the I's on this one. Yeah.
0: Oh, it was beautiful. Um Honestly, if you haven't watched it, go out and watch it It's the best thing WWE has done since last week's uh, event center Ilya (laughs) Dragunov-Walter
1: Definitely It's the funniest thing they've done in years I I laughed out loud
0: (laughs) I'm laughing just thinking about it, how well it was shot
1: (laughs) Right, yeah, they did a really good job They actually legit did
0: Yep, so back from the commercial, we get some hype for the match We just saw get made Um, And this leads us into Gigi Dolan versus Amari Miller
1: Yeah, so uh, on the squash scale, this was pretty good. They got in, they got out. Uh, Gigi looked good, and she developed a new finisher, kind of out of the blue it looked like, and she won with it. Uh, This was fine, man. This is what I want to see out of a squash match. Now, Now, if they did this every week, it would get tiresome pretty quick. But this first time, this is all it needs to be. So... Big, big fan of this uh, yep. quick little match
0: Yep, so Gigi Dolan wins in 1 minute and 50 seconds With an abdominal stretch driver Yeah,
1: it looked like she made it up on the fly But it is actually her finisher it's She uses like it, it Yeah, it. I've never really seen it before But it's awesome It's an abdominal stretch And it's similar to like the crucifix bomb That Leon Ruff does Who?
0: <laughs> Your boy Who? Your fucking boy <laughs> <laughs> Sorry That's fine that's
1: Just, just, just you Ruff know love.
0: Go, go You can you can answer during the podcast no, that's fine It's mean, okay We're not doing anything important.
1: (laughs) Sorry about that. I got a phone call. It has my phone on like some kind of asshole. i like
0: constantly <laughs> looking at my phone
1: uh, all right but yeah so i thought this was pretty good again we're, we're uh rating it on the squash scale but we're gonna go three sonic placements out of five for a 60 percent delicious cheeseburger placement again if they did this every week it wouldn't work but this first time it was all it needed to be two minutes straight to the point impressive finisher gg looks great you want to see more
0: Yep Uh, So back from the commercial break We return to Indy Hartwell And Dexter Loomis On their date Indy orders about Half a dozen appetizers At the Italian restaurant They chose and rambles About how great Chicken fingers are When she hears Radio chatter That's obviously Jardine Gargano's voice She walks over And picks up a menu And there's Candice LeRae Who sputters out an excuse Before running away Um, And that's that
1: These are not getting better Nope (laughs) Uh, Some some of these Way promos are pretty great And some are
0: Tragic some them, misses Some of them Need to move out of the way oh, Like that joke Oh. That was a miss Moving on I'm cutting that <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Warts and all buddy Oh my god Alright so um, Oh by the way yeah. It was at this point That I had to order Chicken fingers
1: Yeah because of all of the Sonic yelling in your face mm-hmm.
0: Buy our delicious food yeah. So William Regal is in the ring with security And a podium He calls Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly down for their face-to-face Or a chest-to-face If it was these two Because they're both... Yeah.
1: Yes, 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 I see what you did there, buddy. I, I like it. I'm <laughs> we're, for it. No, I think we're rolling, man. I think we're right there with it. Whew. So, okay, let me ask you something. We do a podcast about NXT, we watch it religiously. Is this not the first you've heard tell of a two out of three falls stipulation on this match? Literally,
0: that was th- what I was about to ask you. So, this is another thing about all of wrestling, not just WWE all of wrestling. WWE is the worst uh for it. I think. Yeah, because did this happen on social media?
1: Uh maybe. If it did, I missed it. Uh, sorry, like not to like try to big league anyone who finds all their media uh, all their news from social media, but like kind of have like a life someone. I'm not on wrestling Twitter all the goddamn time, you know what I mean? Like so I'm not getting all the updates necessarily. Like I don't know If they would have told us Even on social media Like a couple Like days ago But like on the show Last week That next week They're going to decide The stipulations For a two out of three Falls match That will blow off the feud I think they could have Got more viewers Why not advertise This stuff
0: Yeah because Out of the blue Regal tells them That their match At Takeover 36 Will be two out of three Falls and they each Get to pick a stipulation For the first two falls But he'll pick one For the third And final fall If it's necessary So it's essentially It's a three stages Of hell match Kyle says he's been thinking about all the stipulations he could use to torture and abuse Adam But his loss at Great American Bash still stings So his pick for first fall is a straight up vanilla pinfall or submission match Because if he beats Cole in that, his psyche will shatter Adam calls him delusional And for 13 years he's proved over and over again that he's better at this job He cites a bunch of results as proof Before saying Kyle O'Reilly has made it crystal clear what he wants And fortunately he wants the same thing Unfortunately, he wants the same thing, or fortunately, depends how we're talking about it. So far, he's so as far as he's concerned, the second fall needs to be a street fight. And don't you worry what Regal's third fall is going to be, because he says going 2 and 0 oh and ending the Cole O'Reilly saga. Kyle O'Reilly says he smashed Cole's face into the steps because he taught him. He sharpened the blade and handed him the sword. And maybe he's not even thinking that he can be an upstanding citizen now, but he's got his priorities straight because he's literally willing to do anything to put Adam down for good. He just doesn't care. And now that he doesn't give a damn, he's the most dangerous man he's ever stepped in the ring with. Man, Adam Cole, he, um, he recovered quite fast.
1: Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. He had like spinal contusions and neck based contusions. But yeah, he uh, rebounded quite nicely.
0: Yep. All right, so Cole says, of course, he taught him. He's been trying to live up to his legacy for 13 years and riding on his coattails the whole way, and Kyle will never be Adam Cole. He's the greatest NXT superstar this brand has ever seen, and Kyle O'Reilly is just a footnote in that career. He'll teach him something else right here and right now, and that's that he doesn't have a killer instinct. He's soft. He's soft. He's pathetic. And a brawl breaks out, security holds them apart, and Regal announces the stipulation for the third fall, which is a steel cage match. So it's a throwback to I think the original
1: Three Stages of Hell, which was Shawn Michaels Triple H at Armageddon, I wanna say two thousand and two three? Yeah, two thousand two thousand two Armageddon. Yeah. Two. So yeah, regular match, street fight, steel cage match. No, wait, and the original three stages of hell was Austin versus Triple H at
0: No Way Out 2001. And then they did the Gargano, Cole. Yes. In NXT Toronto. Yes, true.
1: I don't know why I thought the first one was Triple H, uh, Shawn Michaels there. The first one was definitely Triple H versus Austin. No Way Out. Amazing match that was. But yeah, so this uh, wasn't the strongest promo, but, uh, you know, Adam Cole's really good. Kyle O'Reilly held his own. It was fine. Uh, Good stuff.
0: You know, part of me thinks... They just should have said loser leaves.
1: Yeah, they should have thrown it on there. But
0: definitely would have helped. Regardless of what happens to Adam Cole, I'm pretty sure that's this is gonna be his last match in NXT.
1: Yeah, exactly, and it would have it would have helped. It would have been nice. Everyone knows And you're right. Like it doesn't
0: mean that he's leaving WWE. But yeah, loser leaves town. Definitely for sure. Right, so cut to Timothy Thatcher and Tomasa Champa cutting a promo backstage. Champa talks about how Pete Dunn and Oni Lorcan needed a third man to put them down. Ridge Holland is a young, big man, and this industry chooses people like him. <laughs> I love that line. But Holland isn't Thatcher. He isn't Champa. Two men who have traveled the world, per- perfecting their craft. They chose this industry, and they continue to choose this industry. If Holland wants to try to make his name at their expense, they'll party. And Tom tries to claim the match, but Tim, with all due respect, says he wants Ridge, and class will be in session.
1: I really like this promo a lot. Classic old guy, mean guy, grumpy guy promo. Yeah, 36 years old. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) Tommaso Ciampa throws his chair Yep, As he is wont to do This is good stuff Yeah I like this a lot Like, This is classic Those two right I think I just realized That this is a double header Not a replay right Yeah it's a double header Oh I see Ah, Nice They lost the first game Yeah I saw that Yeah This is game number two Yeah and Otani Just continuing to do work
0: Yeah Want to get back to the podcast Yeah let's do it (laughs) NXT talk. NXT T O K. Uh, guys, this is how the show is gonna be. <laughs> My arms are
1: sweating. Literally, it is quite hot. It's disgusting. <laughs> I'm glistening <laughs> as I fucking snort into the. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you, it's a hot. It's a hot one in Toronto.
0: I believe Rob Thomas once said, like, seven inches from the midday sun, boys. Yep. Uh, so, back from commercial, we get a promo from Imperium that gets interrupted by MSK. Remember them? I am uh, vaguely aware of their work, yes. <laughs> I thought they would be cut.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, no. Could you imagine? They, they're, they're solid.
0: I think they're, they have their place. Hopefully. Who yeah, knows? Hopefully. I thought Bronson Reed did. That's the thing. Anyways, um, MSK mock their style of speaking and say they're the IV drip putting new life into the tag team division and offer a title match because they're fighting champions all night, all day. I think uh, that's kind of a heel line, the IV drip thing. A little yeah. heelish. But uh, Dude, yeah, They fine.
1: you know, for a very face team, they do a lot of heel stuff and deliver a lot of
0: heel promos.
1: Uh, they're kind of like... Goofball dickheads in a lot of way. Nash Carter way more
0: than Wesley, but uh, yeah, it's uh, they could go heel at some point. Yep. All right, it is time for the NXT Breakout Tournament semifinals as Odyssey Jones goes up against Trey Baxter. They worked really hard in the three minutes that they got. I
1: love the tossing suplexy thing that Odyssey hit on Trey Baxter. And uh, there's another uh, really clever spot where Baxter did like a 619 in the bottom rope to Odyssey Jones's like leg to try to chop the beast down. They only got three minutes. This is a
0: really good three minutes. Exactly. Um, so Odyssey Jones wins at two minutes and 55 seconds by pinfall with a powerbomb lift dropped into a rock bottom.
1: Yep, Uh suplex lift, like a side suplex lift, I think, dropping into a rock bottom. Anyway, uh, a very good little three-minute match. You couldn't really call it more than three product placements out of five for a 60% Sonic cheeseburger yeah. percentage.
0: Yep, so after the match, Jones is interviewed. He's excited to punch his ticket to the finals and tells his mom <laughs> that he made it. Yeah, this is a good little feel-good baby face moment. Yep. Hey, remember Tian Shaw? Yeah. Well, they're back, and they cut a cryptic promo as we go to break
1: Lasted all of five seconds again i'm vaguely aware of their work yes uh
0: back from commercial kashida leaves william regal's office followed shortly thereafter by malcolm bivens who tells the interview lady that he thinks regal has news for her
1: yep uh title tuesday boris not to be confused with kfc's toony
0: tuesday which i'm sure will be next week's product placement Love it. Uh, Regal comes out and says that MSK will defend the tag titles against Imperium, and Kushida will defend the cruiserweight title against Roderick Strong next week. Let's at NXT do it. I
1: I I'm I been excited for that tag team match, but this cruiserweight title match. Let's do
0: that. Give them twenty minutes. Yeah, might as well. Um, this leads us into match number four. Five, I five, five, five. I can't even read my own notes, <laughs> which is hilarious because they're computer notes. Yeah, right? You'd
1: think that that's rough. It is pretty hot. <laughs> like, <laughs> is, is your screen sweating? What's going right. on? Like, your eyes Sweat are sweating. <laughs> is
0: literally dripping into my we eyes. Need, we need, like, talk. some
1: central air up in this piece here. Um, uh, so yeah, so, Boa versus
0: Drake Maverick.
1: Uh, one thing I enjoyed is uh, we've talked about it before. The, uh, Smackdown, here comes the pain. Kung Fu straight punch. Shout out to my friend Derek, who used to beat me with that move all the time. It was quite frustrating.
0: Yep. So, this match, like, really, what's there to say about this match?
1: Uh, At the, like, about one-ish minute mark, two-minute mark, uh, Mei Ying blows the spooky smoke into the face of Drake Maverick and uh so we we have differentiated there's different smoke i think the black smoke is knockout smoke and this is just regular smoke which is just spooky general blinding smoke
0: yeah it's kind of like different colors of kryptonite
1: oh yes exactly or different colors of the great mood is mist i think it's black like is poisonous which one burns red burns red Red, Red burns. uh, and green is just general uh blinding general
0: tajiri mist yes exactly Man, we're nerds.
1: Yeah, hey, sometimes someone's got to do it, buddy. So yeah, so uh, I would say this was pretty much as bad as the LA Knight, but it didn't have like that terrible promo as well.
0: Yeah, so so Boa wins by pinfall after a roundhouse kick at two minutes and 42 seconds.
1: Yeah, high kick to the back of the head, which is far safer than uh, Zia Lee throwing a crazy Mortal Kombat roundhouse to someone's chin.
0: And that's the last time We saw that stuff. Exactly
1: So uh, yeah Unfortunately God jeez, I didn't even think of that And her tag team partner That was the last time Oh man True That was in that mixed tag match Yeah you said that on the show I, I totally forgot That was a great point Anyway so yeah If we're going to put a number on this It was slightly better Than the terrible LA night match Only because it didn't have The terrible promo So we're going to go uh, One and a quarter cheeseburgers It's a 25% cheeseburger percentage It's still a pretty big cheesy fail I don't see how this is actually going to lure in any Chinese fans This vaguely racist gimmick You know, like From 1980 <laughs> How is it actually going to lure in the, the Chinese it's audience? It's not So it's kind of just a waste of everyone's time as, as, I like wrestling camp And it's not like the worst thing I've ever seen But it's pretty, it's pretty bad and ultimately pointless and dumb
0: Yeah Yeah Right? Am I wrong? No, you're not I'm con- I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, very good. Tranquilo. <laughs> uh back from commercial, we go to a Dexter Loomis in the Hartwell date spot. Uh, she is quite the chatterbox and chatterbox. And so <laughs> funny aside. Yeah. <laughs> as she's talking and 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 <laughs> talking. I literally turned to the lady friend and says, That's you. Oh no. Why am I compelled? <laughs>
1: Hopefully, it was in a playful way, and she didn't. I noticed that she's not here anymore. I, she has a life, but doing other things. Yes, yeah, sit here and watch us her daughter. Do a podcast. Yeah. But uh, that's funny. That's a smooth move, you friggin' moron. <laughs> sometimes you it's gotta, like, <laughs> I actually get her to watch wrestling again. Sometimes you got to throw in a playful jab here and there, you know? It's, 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 I'm sure it wasn't like, you know,
0: anyway. Anyway, so uh, Indy Hartwell is uh, being a chatterbox and says she always has room for dessert when a waiter rolls up with a coconut cake and it turns out to be Johnny Gargano in a bad wig and moustache, which she pulls off. <laughs> Gargano decides it's his cake and the tug of war breaks out and the cake goes right into Dexter's face. Uh, Gargano runs away. Hartwell reminds Loomis she always has room for dessert and she eats the cake off his face as the camera fades um, and the kiss We got a video package for Joe versus Cross. A takeover. Um, An Ilya Dragunov video follows to set the stage for our main event, which begins after the break. Yeah,
1: I like the Joe uh, Cross video. It's pretty standard fare, but they're trying really hard to resuscitate this thing. Man, standard fare for NXT hype videos is really good, though. Like saying standard fare is a is a high compliment to uh, to the great NXT. A video package history, the legacy,
0: if you will. Yeah, sure. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, out of the break, they came in with another hype video that was just like random hype. It was like Kishida, MSK, Roderick Strong, a couple other guys. Boris, the hype
0: videos. That's We're going to get to the point where NXT is just two hours of hype video. Wasn't Sunday Night Heat like that for when it moved to MTV?
1: It might have been. Actually, come to think of it. Wait, was that uh, Stevie Night Heat or the Raven era? Raven. Heat? Yeah, interesting.
0: Yeah, um, Stevie Night Heat was fun.
1: <laughs> I like both those eras. Raven yeah. Raven uh, was an underrated GM kind of talker in wrestling history. But uh, boy, if you go back and watch 95, 97 ECW, his promos do not hold up. And if
0: you go watch 1992, 1993 Johnny Polo promos, his promos are... Just pretty pretty great, hilarious. They actually are. He's actually like a better comedy
1: character than he is a serious, moody guy. Anyway, we're off on some tangents here, buddy.
0: All right, Uh, title Tuesday next week. Off the geometry class, it's time to go back and talk about NXT. So Ilya Dragunov versus Pete Dunne. Holy shit, this was a great match.
1: Yeah. So let's talk. Uh, Let's just talk about the match before we get into the finer points of the finish. They absolutely beat the piss out of each other. Uh, So good. The entire time, the entire time it was technically sound. Boris, what's your pet peeve in wrestling? What's the thing you hate the most?
0: People waiting for the next spot.
1: There was precisely zero seconds of that in this match. It was just, uh, it was a pure war. Well... There was a couple seconds of it. We'll get to that. But it was yeah. a, it was a pure war for 95% of the time.
0: But just, it was worth it. It was, yeah, it was exactly. Worth it. Well um, yeah, we'll talk. Dude, there was this one point where Dragunov uh sorry, where Pete was lighting him up with a bunch of kicks, wrist locks, then Dragunov counters him with a chop sent on, then done just in one swift move reverses him, puts him in a Fujiwara armbar. No, just so slick, man. Just the technique. Man. Yeah. I would there's a small part of me As a wrestling fan, that if Pete Dunne were to leave, I might cry more than if Adam Cole were to leave. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. It'd be a a harsh loss for NXT. And that's because I know we'll see Adam Cole on AEW. Yeah, but I don't know where someone like a Pete Dunne would end up.
1: Yeah, I think he would end up in AEW as well. I do. Mm. But yeah, well, we who knows, man? Their roster is bloated. Like this, anyways. Let's go back. Match. It was really, really good, man. They they uh, worked very, very hard. Fifteen minutes, all of it worthy, and then, yep.
0: So, uh, yeah. So Walter is in the Capitol Wrestling Center. Ilya. Um, I know this is one of. Uh, A lot of people's most hated tropes in wrestling. Yes. And here we go. Distraction finish. Although it wasn't... Via music.
1: Yes, yes. It wasn't quite... A distraction roll up You slipped down a banana peel You're an absolute shithead But yeah. Ilya Dragunov was in control Walter came out And he was distracted by Walter Now he did have the wherewithal To get back on the offense And they did have a couple minutes Of match after Which was good
0: Yep yeah. So when Walter's music was going on Ilya's distraction um, You know uh, Pete Dunn goes for a bitter end He gets blocked Torpedo uh, Muskao countered with an elbow Pete goes for it again He actually gets the bitter end And he wins will- Wins by pinfall at 14 minutes and 27 seconds. Pete Dunne wins
1: vaguely cleanish. It's not a clean win. A clean win would be no distraction. Mm-hmm. But we've seen dirtier wins in pro wrestling. Yeah. So this probably sets up Ilya Dragunov's first challenger after he wins the title. Uh, quite, well, it
0: depends if he's still in the company. Oh my God.
1: Didn't even think of that, buddy. Didn't even think of that.
0: Yep. so post-match, Walter attacks Dragonov yet again, but he gets laid out with a torpedo Moscow.
1: Yeah, so strange to have Dragonov lose, but then lay out Walter and hold the title. Maybe he is leaving the company. Because usually the guy who gets like, you know, stands tall at the end, he doesn't win the match. Who knows what's going on? Strange. Right? Yeah, well, I don't know what's going on. A different kind of build, but I think we are building to Dragonov versus Pete Dunne for the UK title. That's, that's what a, I think.
0: That's what you're thinking. That's what I'm thinking, buddy. Think so? Yep. Yeah.
1: I'd uh, I'd bet you money on it. I'll pick it in the pick contest. We'll see.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. So that's NXT TV from August tenth, yep. two thousand and twenty.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, I I we've said the cheeseburgers a lot. I'd probably put it three cheeseburgers out of five for a sixty percent Sonic percentage on this show. Kind of like the New Direction. A little bit. There are obviously dark dark clouds, but some silver linings on them.
0: Yeah that you know overall this show wasn't the worst um I have to say With just everything going on It was really hard To get pumped for the show
1: I understand Yeah Same But you know Like I'm always pumped For our show Which kind of helps me Get pumped for NXT But that's through No help of NXT That's like That's nothing on NXT That's just because yeah. We have a, I love our podcast I feel like we got A good thing going here buddy yeah, I, sure. I'm excited to do it with you But yeah So I uh, Yeah I agree with that though It's it's tough It's tough right now so Let's quickly get through NXT And uh, get out of here We're both dying We're
0: both dying To <laughs> save the league <laughs> woo. well you know that music that means it's time for nxt uk corner as we talk about nxt uk which is honestly my most oh, yeah. the show i look more f- i look for woo. the
1: show you look forward to the most every week all week boris and you're watching you're watching NXT and Ring of Honor no matter what because you cover both and also you sprinkle in a lot of wrestling on the side so that says a lot man i'm th- i'm almost there with you i definitely was most excited for this main event this week
0: yeah other matches were actually pretty good as well, yeah. Um. so let's just get right into it, so Blair Davenport faced Zaya Brookside. I like the announcers were
1: saying that like Blair
0: Davenport has
1: spent a lot of time chirping Zaya, she's only here because of her daddy, Robbie Brookside, NXT UK trainer, and uh, Blair Davenport is here to prove that, and Zaya is here to prove that she is a damned fool and an idiot and a liar.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed this match Um, You know, it's funny Because I I think since we've been Constantly covering NXT UK This is the first time That we've seen Zaya Brookside actually wrestle
1: I think we've seen Maybe in a tag match Or was she in that gauntlet, perhaps?
0: We weren't covering it back then
1: Oh, interesting I definitely watched I've seen her But you might be right, yeah
0: Yeah Um, So, Blair Davenport Did, in fact, beat Zaya Brookside By pinfall Um, I really, like Blair Davenport, like you know, it's, it's it's She's she's good.
1: The former B Priestley, she's very good. Yeah, I think she's got a uh, hopefully a future. I, I can see Vince McMahon kind of digging her. I, I think she's got a unique look and she's a good wrestler. I think she could be like a mid card WWE kind of kind of worker. I, I can see it happening.
0: Yep. All right. So then the real Brazango, pretty deadly, and Mustache Mountain, Mustache Mountain, Mustache Mountain. They share some words backstage. <laughs> Whew.
1: Mustachio Mountain. Also, uh, I would give the previous match uh, three uh, supernovas out of five for a 60% crumpet percentage, 60% no amdar percentage.
0: Yeah, this is all going downhill for no, here. No,
1: we're good, man. Keep, we're keep keep her going. All right. It
0: was announced a tournament will start next, which is, we called this. Yes, I'm so <laughs> pumped. More Heritage Cup rules matches. We called this. Um, it was announced that a tournament will start next week, this Thursday, um, to whittle eight men down just to one who will challenge Tyler Bate for the NXT UK Heritage Cup Championship. Featured in the tournament are Mark Andrews, Noam Dar, your boy. Yes. Kenny Williams, our boy. Yes. Oliver Carter. Eh, Nathan Frazier. Sure. Teal Men, my guy. <laughs> Sam Gradewell and Wolfgang. Wolfgang, yes. Uh, I really like
1: the promo that would follow with Mark Andrews. And uh, yeah, man, I, they didn't say this, but you'd have to assume that
0: these are all going to be Heritage Cup rules. I would assume so as well. F, yes. Uh, a vignette highlighted Isla Dawn and her witchcraft in the woods dude I freaking <laughs> love this this was, this was so
1: this was pro wrestling camp but like the good kind not, the, not the Gargano
0: restaurant kind or the Alexa Bliss Lily stuff yeah, like this yeah. was
1: really good uh, yeah pretty well really good and strong it was, <laughs> it was some pro wrestling camp but I liked it get I liked it get
0: the hell out of my house <laughs> if you're going to shit talk uh, Isla Dawn
1: I'm not shit talking anyone but it was it was some good pro wrestling camp for
0: yeah, um, backstage, Flash Morgan Webster slapped Wolfgang.
1: I love this too because Wolfgang was talking about like, oh uh, yeah, uh, uh, Flash Morgan comes in. Wolfgang's talking about how you have to make an impact, and that he slapped uh, someone recently. I sorry, I'm forgetting who again. It's very hot, but yeah, Flash Morgan Webster slaps Wolfgang in the face. Wolfgang re- Wolfgang's reaction was absolutely hilarious, and then he chased after Flash Morgan Webster, very excited. Then this looks like uh, it's gonna be a good little first round match.
0: Yep. So Dave Mastiff and Jack Stars faced off against Danny Jones and Josh Morrell
1: Man, Danny Mastiff taking that taking that cannonball, that does not look like a fun time.
0: <laughs> Good heavens. <laughs> oh, not at all. Um yeah, that, th- this match was okay. It was it, I I didn't really Care for it too much But you called him Danny Mastiff It's Dave Mastiff What did I call him Danny? No I
1: did sorry Oh Yeah but yeah No this match wasn't It wasn't the, the strongest thing But I like the The big man Little man duo Of Stars and Mastiff And again That cannonball is so impressive But yeah. it, it does not look like A fun time to, no. to take So
0: Mastiff and Stars Did in fact win this match How many uh, Crumpets Supernova so Would you give us Yeah,
1: okay, I wouldn't I wouldn't like try to uh say it was a classic here, but I thought it was pretty good. I like the tag team, so we're gonna go three crumpets out of five. Sixty percent supernova percentage. All
0: right. Oof, oof, that's what happens when both of us talk on the mic. It blows my ears. Oh, sorry, buddy. Let's not um, do that again. Nope. Uh backstage earlier, Amal and, and Nina Samuels got into a confrontation in the hair and makeup room.
1: Amal she's great. Uh who is Nina Samuels came in? I was why I actually like was like who is this yeah, person again? Basically
0: calm. the the other right, Ginny.
1: Yes, Philia. Yeah. I think Amel's gonna get a big, quick, clean win over this Nina Samuels. Yep,
0: and then our home girl, uh, Afi Valkyrie, got a vignette. She spoke about how Ginny beat her last week.
1: I'm digging this feud. We've said our piece about Ginny, and uh, let's see some more of uh, Afy versus Ginny.
0: Yep. Earlier in the week, Steve Turner interrupted uh, Michael Sattamora's training sessions with Emilia McKenzie and Aaliyah James to provoke a challenge to the NXT UK Women's Championship.
1: Digging it. Miko, kind of a shit disturber, although she wasn't a, disturbing the shit this week. She was around when shit was being disturbed. Boris.
0: Yeah. Um, dude, Then. Yeah, here we go, man. Here Honestly. we go.
1: I, I, I watched this match. The first thing I did was look at the uh, the official BAM SNME Radio uh, top 100. It's going to be a top 121 of 2021. I feel like that's a fun gimmick. But the first thing I did was start kind of looking through. I didn't pencil it in yet, but I was kind of looking through the matches, and I would say it's easily a top 10 match of the year. Easily.
0: Easily. Perhaps higher. Wow. And what the match we're talking about is the. 30-minute Ironman match. A-Kid versus Jordan Devlin.
1: Awesome. Watch this match. I would say... You all right there, big homie? I would say, yeah. TJP
0: versus Josh Alexander.
1: They had an awesome Ironman match. It was 60 minutes, and it was very, very good. Very watchable. We rated it four and a half clams or whatever you want to say, right? I would say this match was very similar in a lot of ways, but markedly better. Noticeably better. It was quicker. It was easier to watch. And man... It might it might have officially the flip the switch might have officially flipped Boris. I think I might be a Jordan
0: Devlin guy. There we go. We <laughs> did it. We did it. High five, everyone. He's still
1: got a big old fucking head, but you know, not everyone is perfect, Boris. I would say that Except Kurt Henning. Yes, exactly. The only perfect one is is indeed the great Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect. But yeah, this match was incredible. Just a war, a bunch of unique spots that I haven't seen before. They worked their personalities. They worked their offense. They worked a a great classic wrestling story of uh, uh, the fake Finn Balor working the uh, leg on A-Kid and A-Kid responding by working Jordan Devlin's arm.
0: Yeah, I, I really love this. Like, it, the reversals, just the, the the amount of locks and the reverses. It, and it's the way that they were able to reverse. It's like, as I'm watching this match, it's like, I've never seen that before. It's, like, yeah. it's just so really well done. So, at the end of the day, A-Kid defeated Jordan Devlin with a 2-1 to score.
1: And I really liked how they did it. They didn't wait too long. Jordan Devlin was up for the majority of the match. Uh, A-Kid got a second fall, basically like the 11-10 minute mark and then with, I think it was two and a half, two minutes left, A-Kid goes ahead. So they still had a two minute fire and fury uh stretch where uh Jordan Devlin threw everything he could at A Kid and I really thought that was a clever way to do this kind of match. I I because usually the finish comes right at the end and it's a little cliche we've seen this. But yeah, this didn't feel like 30 minutes. This was a quick, easy, breezy watch. Man, I poured myself a coffee this morning, woke up early before anybody else, just sat down real nice, watched this classic wrestling match, set my day off so good. Felt right. It was just just a just a treat, man. Just a just a just a joy to watch this.
0: I watched this last Thursday live. Oh, uh, nice. Quote-unquote live, right? Like, I and I sent you a message right away. It's like, damn, NXT UK. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. Definitely, like I said, like, inarguable top 10 match of the year. Go watch this match and tell me I'm wrong. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Classic wrestling match here, Boris. We're going four and a half supernovas out of five. 90% A-plus. High-end top-10 match of the year. Watch this wrestling match. A plus for a kid.
0: Yes, sir. The A plus kid. Yeah. Honestly, it's a really, 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 really good match, and I need to stop uh, stomping on the wire. <laughs> you're
1: you're selling these punches. Yes. Yeah. Stomp.
0: Stomp. Stomp.
1: Yep. Yeah, man. I think uh, it's it's time for some water and uh, a good
0: night's rest. But I think so too. <laughs> but before that, um, Wait, actually, man. Yeah. Let's talk about BAM tomorrow Exactly Let's talk about BAM Because tomorrow we're going to be Mainly talking about some sports and wrestling Uh, You know, in terms of wrestling itself We're going to be talking about Ring of Honor We're going to be talking about N-Dubs A
1: Yeah, so I've watched the NWA Champion Series draft And tomorrow I'm going to watch every show In the Champion Series We're going to have a full, quick report of the entire champion series the draft it was a good idea on paper very complicated there are nuggets that they can take from this and make it really cool but yeah we're going to talk sports we're going to talk ring of honor and nwa we're going to do our pick contest for AAA. and uh i might watch orange cassidy versus brian alvarez that came up on my timeline and i might check that out
0: you know what you should watch what's that priscilla kelly slash Gigi dolan versus orange cassidy interesting
1: Okay, maybe we'll do a little Orange Cassidy 2-pack. That might not happen on on this show, but we'll watch uh, a little Orange Cassidy 2-pack, Shakur. (laughs) You got me. (laughs) me. All right,
0: Broken Boris, once more. So, um, yeah, so, so for the next three days, you'll be able to hear my voice at least because... You are listening to NXT Talk. Then tomorrow you're going to be able to listen to me and Matt on BAM. Then I'm going to be an old fuck with Joe Aguinaldo. Nice. nice. Uh, young Covering gun. some uh, AEW. Thank God Cody is not on the show.
1: <laughs> oh, rude. Yeah, the Young Gun and the old fuck crossover. We need to have Mouth on NXT Talk one of these days.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen.
1: What do you mean? You can come over, drink some beers with us. <laughs> Mouth, you're invited if you'd like.
0: Um, and I just meant him watching NXT Yeah, right,
1: yeah, exactly, yeah Well, of course, anyone from SNB Radio Always welcome at our home But it'd be dope to have him over
0: Yeah, anyway. but uh, yeah And then on Friday, slash Saturday Be sure to listen to the Smack Daddies They have a great... Fun review, so laid back. It's it's the ultimate East Coast experience. Oh, it's so
1: dull. It is the East Coast experience. Just chill guys laid back. Sometimes they get fired up, but most for the most part, just you know, just a couple good old boys from down east having a good time talking the wrestling.
0: Yep, yeah, and then on Sunday, be sure to listen to the main show. Um and then next week is SummerSlam week.
1: Yeah, so we're gonna be doing the uh, zoom for NXT TakeOver uh during SummerSlam week i think we're going to have for bam we're going to have a retro review i believe it lines up pretty well that the 20 year anniversary of SummerSlam 2001 is going to be on a bam release day or close to it so i think we're going to do SummerSlam
0: review pretty soon and that that card to 2001
1: it's a head scratcher it's a doozy i think SummerSlam 2002 Is my favorite show ever I'm not saying it's the best It might be the best It's certainly my favorite SummerSlam 2001 Is not too far behind It's an interesting Entertaining watch And It's got uh, One of the most interesting Matches ever Angle versus Austin From that card You can
0: rate it A ton of different ways Exactly Um, If you like merch Go to ballergear.ca You can get all the SNMA Radio And NXT Talk merch And that is it, my friend. I think we done did it, buddy. Done did it. Get some water. Good. Get some fresh
1: air. He's Boris. I'm Matt. Good night. Yeah, yeah, yeah.